This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Bright and early. My coffee hasn't been delivered yet. That could be an issue, Ty. Um, that could be an issue. Usually I'm like, I'm like maybe like one or two sips in. Um, anyway, I'm concerned. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) It's going (laughs) to, well, yeah, because the dogs are going to start barking. I actually, I've got to, I'm going to send a message right now and tell him just to like, uh, leave it downstairs, um, outside the door. Uh, because being delivered to you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's my. That's my jam is Sunday morning, Uber Eats, Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, so you get like a little breakfast sandwich? Um, I get my my coffee, my go-to coffee every morning is a grande iced soy vanilla latte with an extra shot of espresso. Sounds like a stomachache waiting, waiting to happen. No, it's really not. It's it's uh, it's it's actually it's 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 quite good. Um and uh, hey, listen, I'd rather drink that than like a shot of Jameson, right? And uh, <laughs> some people need a shot of Jameson to like get their motor running in, in the, the morning. morning. I can't imagine like before doing a radio show taking a shot of Jameson at 7 a.m. Oh, I, I and there are a number of, of sports talk radio hosts that I envision doing that before they go on air. But nonetheless, we digress. Um, uh so anyway, uh, so usually my routine is I wake up around five o'clock in the morning, start, you know, prepping, getting myself ready. I also do TV. So I have to here. Here's here's one. Here's one of the the uh, so one of the perks of the pandemic is that a number of us get to work from home. Right. And I think and I think companies are starting to realize like how how much more affordable that is. Right. Like I want to say it was costing me about two thousand dollars a month for for transportation to get to and from whether it was the the seaport or or Bristol, Connecticut. So I I get to work from home now, not only just radio, but TV, uh, but I have to do my own makeup and and I don't know how to do that. Um, I, yeah, it's, so it's, that's, that's, that's the only, so the, the, you know, the perk, there's a lot of perks from working from home. The only negative, uh, is I I have to do my own makeup and I've tried, trust me, I've, I've gone online. I've like, I've watched several Google video. This is how you do your eyes. This is what you, I can't, I just can't. It's like, it's just one of those things. I'm just, I'm horrible with makeup. But anyway, again, I digress. Um, my routine is, uh, especially on Sundays, I, I have my coffee delivered, but it's supposed to be here before seven o'clock. So he's going to buzz probably downstairs. The dogs are going to go bonkers. So I'm sending him a, a message right now. Leave downstairs, please. Don't buzz. How's that? That saves you. That saves you the, du- the, the dump button. It does. I, I'm, I'm very appreciative of, of you talking <laughs> about the radio show. All right, let's dive into it. As always, you know how this show works. Uh, the first hour, it is Fantasy Forecast uh, from 7 to 8 a.m. 8 a.m., of course, uh, we've got Matthias Kiwanuka, who will join me on the program. Uh, we will dive into both the Giants and the Jets. As we know, the Jets at home hosting the Miami Dolphins uh, today at MetLife Stadium. Hopefully, you are on your way there. You're listening right now. You're on your way to tailgate. Jets are going to need as much uh 
positive reinforcement and, and prayers as possible. Joe Flacco is starting. Not sure how that's going to go. Uh, but uh, anyway, should be an interesting game. And then, uh, and then, of course, as we know, the Miami, the the, uh, the Giants are uh, are in Tampa, and they're taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady on Monday night, which should be a good one as well. Um, just a shout out if if you're if you're in and around the uh, the New Jersey Hoboken area, um, I'm going to be at the the Wicked Wolf on Monday night, <clears throat> watching definitely the first half of uh, of the Giants and the Bucks game. Just FYI. Um, with a, a, a bunch of really cool people out there. Um, what else? And then, oh, I, I, I forgot. We've got Mike Tannenbaum, who's going to be joining us on the program at 10 a.m., as always. So we'll do a deep dive into, obviously, uh, the Giants, the Jets, their matchups. Um, also, all the, the news and notes in and around the NFL um, we'll take a look at the slate, the games today. I'll have my locks of the week for you. We're going to hear from uh, both Rich Samini and Jordan Renan, both of them, of course, who cover the Jets and the Giants. So a uh, jam-packed show for you all the way to 11 a.m. where Dan Grassa and Greg Buttle come your way with your Giants pregame show and, of course, the only place you can listen to uh, the, uh, the Jets. Did I say Giants? Jets. Uh, pregame show and the only place you can listen to the Jets is right here on 98.7 ESPN. But as always, I spend the first segment uh, going through the laundry list of players that you need to be in the know about as we get closer to 11.30. That's when the active-inactive list is posted and, uh, and, and also beyond that as well as uh, there's somewhat of a conundrum uh, happening in regard to the Arizona Cardinals game because I'm sure you want to play Murray, but that game kicks off around 4, 425, something like that. So um, you want to make sure that you're going to have the best possible quarterback starting. And here's the thing. Even if Murray doesn't play, which my gut's telling me he doesn't, Adam Schefter's reporting that um, it's, uh, it's quote-unquote likely he will sit again as well. So Adam and I are on the same page in that regard. Um, you know, I mean, really, like, what, what can he do for you in, in regard to the fantasy football production that you normally get from him uh, because of his ankle injury. So I, I would roll with another quarterback, and, and, and I'll go through the list of quarterbacks that I really love this week. But let's start with um, the injury notes and, and, and players who we know are out and might be out. So at the quarterback position, like I said, Kyler Murray uh, dealing with an ankle. He's going to be a game-time decision, but again, I don't believe he's going to play, and Adam Schefter is reporting that it's, it's likely that he will not play as well. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with the toe. Uh, fine, I, he's still going to play today uh, against Minnesota, and I actually I, I like the Green Bay Packers minus one, minus one and a half in some places. Cam Newton getting his first real start for the Carolina Panthers um, against his former team, the Washington football team. That should be interesting. Um, I know I had Cynthia Freeland on the show yesterday. We're going to hear that clip, her talking fantasy for you, and she's going to talk about all the reasons that she actually likes Cam Newton. I'm, I'm a little, I have a little reservation here in regard to Cam Newton because um, once he's – here's the thing. If you are in a TV, a TD-heavy league, I think, I think Cam Newton can be good for you. But here's the thing. He's got to go 80 yards to get into the red zone. Once he gets in the red zone, yeah, then there's positive uh, – there, there's there's a positive perspective that he's going to uh, carry it in. You know, I mean, he's he's a red zone specialist, right? But I just I have some reservations in regard to how quickly has he learned this offense. I, I just don't know. I just don't have a good a good feel on it. I want to I want to see how the Carolina Panthers are going to be utilizing Cam Newton before I play him in fantasy, especially if you're in a position where you need to win now. But um, 
But again, stay tuned. Cynthia Freeland, I'm going to play that clip for you around 730, and she does like Cam this week in regard to fantasy. Uh, here's a concern. Lamar Jackson has been ill all week long, right? On like So didn't practice like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Came back Thursday, limited, and then didn't practice again on Friday. So apparently he's 50-50 to start against the Bears. So you definitely want to stay tuned. And, and, and let me, I want to confirm, let me look at the schedule. I just want to confirm that that's a one o'clock game and it is. Okay, good. So you know that that's a one o'clock game, but that's another quarterback, you know, Murray potentially not starting, Lamar Jackson potentially not starting. These are two top fantasy football quarterbacks that we all know are going to give you some, uh, some, some good, good points in your matchup. Uh, Baker Mayfield expected to start. Going up against Detroit, two things you got to worry about. Number one, he came out this week and he said this is the most banged up he's ever been. So that's a concern. Number two, it's it's Detroit and they're starting Tim Boyle. Golf is out. This could be like this could be like forty nothing at the half. Okay, and then what happens? Baker Mayfield sits. Even what, we're going to get to Nick Chubb as well. Part of me has a reservation in regard to uh, starting Nick Chubb today. First game back um, off the COVID list and a potential blowout at home. Mm, you've got you've got Johnson back there, so something something to consider, something to marinate in. Just go in eyes wide open. You know that that is a concern. Flacco, as we know, is going to start for uh, Zach Wilson. Not that I would warrant him a start. Justin Herbert is dealing with an oblique, but he is going to play later on tonight against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I was just talking, Ty and I were just talking in the break. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they'll be without Watt. They'll be without uh, Minka. And they're going to be without Hayden. So this could be a really great Spot start for Herbert against a defense that we know typically ranks top five, top 10 in the NFL. But, you know, now you've got three, three of their top starters that are going to be out tonight. So we'll see it. You know, it could be could be a very uh, good game for Justin Herbert. That's for sure. And Ben Roethlisberger off COVID. He is expected to start today for the Pittsburgh Steelers as well against the Chargers. But the Chargers passing defense one of the best in the NFL. Their rushing defense is the absolute worst. So if you have Najee Harris, good for you. Chances, excuse me, chances are he carries the ball over 20 times and he puts up over 100 yards. So that's a really beautiful matchup if you have Najee Harris today. Wide receivers, Amari Cooper, COVID, not going to play. What does that mean? C.D. Lamb gets a bump up and Schultz, their tight end. Dalton Schultz gets a bump up as well. More targets to go around. And in games where, if you remember earlier this season, uh, Cooper was inactive, Schultz got was averaging anywhere between six to seven targets a game, four to five receptions a game, and somewhere around 50 to 70 yards a game. So Dalton Schultz could be a sneaky good play today against the Kansas City Chiefs, which, again, Ty and I were talking in the break before we started the show. How lucky are we that that Dallas Cowboy-Kansas City game is a 4 o'clock game? That's going to be great. That's great. Um DeAndre Hopkins is out for the Arizona Cardinals, so bump up for Christian Kirk. He becomes the number one. Rondell Moore as well. Zach Ertz. But again, if Murray doesn't play, you got to take that in consideration. Colt McCoy will be your starting quarterback, getting the ball to those guys. Antonio Brown is out later on on, on Monday night for uh, for the Bucks. Uh, Antonio, um, I'm sorry, Allen Robinson. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be out. Nothing has been confirmed yet, but if he is, 
Uh, Mooney then takes a step up in that game against the Baltimore Ravens. Claypool is dealing with a toe. He's expected to play later on tonight, but especially since Ben Roethlisberger is back under center, you got to love Deontay Johnson. The two of them, I mean, Deontay Johnson is, he's averaging 12, 14 targets a game. It's really ridiculous. Sterling Shepard is out. That was announced yesterday when we were on air. Hopefully you listened to my Saturday show from noon to three. But Daniel Jones is going to have Kadarius Toney, Kenny Galladay, Evan Ingram, um, and Saquon Barkley is expected to be back as well. So uh, I, I think I think I'm looking at I, I, and I understand could uh, Kenny Galladay, a healthy Kenny Galladay, is the number one wide receiver on this roster. But uh, I, I just I think Kadarius Tony could be a sneaky, sneaky good play. That Bucks secondary or they're they're just they're bad. And out of their four starting DBs, two corners, two safeties, only one is going to be active. So. Um, uh, th- there's there's the potential that I'm I'm even gonna I'm gonna play some stack with Daniel Jones and Kadarius Tony and a few DFS lineups. I think Daniel Jones on Monday night those single game DFS lineups. I think uh, I think Daniel I think Daniel Jones really could uh, could have a, a over 300 yard passing game against the Bucks, especially if the Giants are playing catch up. Marquise Brown. This came down late as well. He is out for the Baltimore Ravens. What does that mean? Weeks ago, I told you to hashtag Run Don't Walk. Go get Rashad Bateman. Uh, this is the game that that advice is going to pay off. Uh, Rashad Bateman, especially if Lamar Jackson does play. My gut's telling me Lamar plays. Might not be 100%. We'll see. But uh, but in that passing game, Rashad Bateman could be really a, a great a great pickup for you, especially today against the Bears, whose defense they're going to be without Khalil Mack. He was placed on IR. So Rashad Bateman could be a great play for you today. Jarvis Landry dealing with a knee, but I do expect him to play. Uh, in regard to, I think that's it for wide receivers. Yes. Uh, in regard to running backs, Miles Sanders has been taken off IR. So just a quick note, because I had him in two of my 12 leagues. Don't forget, play fair, go online, make sure you take him off the IR designation, right? Got to make him active, but I'm not sure I would play him today. Um, I'm not sure. I have a feeling. My gut's telling me that he's going to be on a pitch count. Uh, you've got a number of backs. You've got Howard. You've got Scott. You've got a number of backs in that backfield, Gainwell, that have been delivering. And, you know, this was kind of a, a, a borderline decision to take him off of IR. My gut's telling me that Sanders is going to be a pitch count. So uh, if you're desperate, you don't have any other great options, then okay, you've got to start him. I do believe that he'll get some touches today. But again, I, I do, my gut's telling me that he's going to be on a pitch count. Elijah Mitchell is uh, going to be a game time decision. Also hearing that he is doubtful. Again, another reason that you should listen to the show every Sunday morning. And I told you weeks ago to pick up Jeff Wilson and put him on your IR, your designated spot for IR. And he's going to get the bulk of the carries uh, today. Um, I don't believe Elijah Mitchell is going to play. And so Jeff Wilson should get anywhere between, I say, 15 to 18 carries, even more possibly against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I love Jeff Wilson. Again, talked about Nick Chubb as well as Baker. Detroit with Tim Boyle starting in Cleveland could be a blowout after like the first quarter. I don't know, the first half. So, you know, how, 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 much, how much playing time is Chubb going to have considering he just came off the COVID list and he did have symptoms and you've got Johnson back there, who you knew, who, who the Cleveland Browns know delivers. Just I don't want to say just the same. I don't want to disrespect Chubb because he's pretty fantastic. But anytime uh, Johnson has been placed in, uh, he's crushed it. 
Crushed it last week. Crushed it in week seven. He put up 168 all-purpose yards. So, uh, so again, I'm not telling you to not play Chubb, but just be aware. I'm not sure what kind of numbers he's going to put up for you today, especially if that's a blowout against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Chris Carson, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, placed on IR. Unfortunately, he's going to have to have neck surgery, which really stinks. It's a plethora of running backs in that backfield. If you're desperate and there's one you need to start and there's one you need to have, it's Alex Collins. Rashad Penny has been a huge disappointment for the Seattle Seahawks. You've got Dallas back there. You've got a few. But if there is one running back in that backfield for Seattle that you want to say, Anita, who would you start? Um, I wouldn't start any of them, but if I had to, it would be Collins. Uh, Jamal Williams, I haven't heard anything lately about him. I do believe that there's a chance that he's active and he plays today. But again, Detroit from behind at Cleveland, they're going to be passing the ball. What does that mean? Uh, DeAndre Swift, I think, is going to get the lion's share of touches today. So I think DeAndre Swift could be sneaky good, a great play at fantasy. So Cohen Barkley expected back to play against the Bucks. Although what we do know is the Bucks are horrible against the pass, but they're pretty good against the run. And again, not sure if Saquon Barkley is going to be on a pitch count either. So uh, proceed with caution. Uh, Alvin Kamara out. So Mark Ingram is going to get another start. And here's another sneaky good play for you. And that is the Saints activated Tony Jones off their IR. And I went out last night. Um, I was sitting here watching... Um, what am I, what's, I'm, I'm watching some new shows. I've, I've already caught up on Yellowstone, which is amazing. If you haven't watched Yellowstone yet, you got to watch it. Uh, something wheel of something, wheel of time, wheel of something. I'm, I'm watching that. And then on Netflix, there's this Dallas Bebop, Dallas Bebop. Uh, anyway, so, uh, or Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Anyway, I'm sitting, so I'm, I'm home on a Saturday night, I know, boring, my life, and I'm watching these shows, and, and I'm playing around with my fantasy rosters, and I come across the news that the Saints, keep in mind, when Alvin Kamara, earlier in the season, Tony Jones was the next man up, and whenever he stepped in for Kamara, he performed. Sean Payton and the Saints love this guy. So if you've got room on your roster, there's a few, I want to say in three of my leagues, I had some room on my roster. What do I mean by room? You've got a guy. You've got a guy sitting there. Nobody ex- no nobody exciting. Nobody fantastic. You know, just a guy. You know, Tony Jones could be a wise pickup for you in that regard. I'm not saying play him today. We'll see what he does today. We'll see. But um but could be a really good stash for you, Tony Jones. Um James Robinson expected to suit up against the 49ers. So if you were hoping he was not because you picked up Carlos Hyde, that's not going to work out for you. Clyde's, Clyde Edwards-Alaire expected to come off of IR. Um, are they going to utilize him against Dallas? Dallas is a really good rushing defense. I would not play CEH today if it was me. I think Williams is going to get the bulk of the carries. Maybe Alaire is on a pitch count. And last but not least, uh, Latavius Murray came off of IR. This is another guy that you want to reach. You want to go out there. If he's on your waiver wire, pick him up and stash him. Murray, Murray is with Murray is the number one running back in that backfield. He's just, he's been on IR. So we've been seeing a lot of Freeman, but in the coming weeks, whether it's today, next week, whatever the case may be, Murray is going to reclaim the lead back role in the backfield for the Baltimore Ravens. So if he's on your waiver wire, again, hashtag rush, don't walk, go drop any guy 
and stash Murray. And I would stash, by the way, I would stash Murray over Jones. But if Murray is taken, then uh, then reach for Jones. And last but not least, in regard to the tight end situation, Dallas Goddard off the concussion list, and he got paid this week. Expecting a big game from him. Uh, Gronk will be back in action Monday night uh, with Tom Brady. And with the Washington football team, there's a chance that they'll be out without their two starting tight ends. Ricky Seals-Jones is dealing with a hip. And Lamar Thomas, Lamar Thomas, Logan Thomas is dealing with a hamstring issue. He's going to be a game-time decision. But apparently that hamstring issue is, is pretty severe, so I don't expect him to get the start. Just FYI. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Let's go to Shelton in Staten Island. Shelton, you're up. What you got? Good morning, Anita. Happy Sunday, fun day. Flex question. Tyler Lockett, Rashad Bateman, or Kadarius Toney? I love Kadarius Toney. Um... uh, I I mean, listen, you've... I think you've I think you've got to play Lockett, right? Like I just I I think I think that's a that's hmm champagne problems. So so Tyler Lockett for sure. This is what I would do if Lamar Jackson is playing, you play Bateman. If Lamar Jackson is out, you play Tony. That's what I would do. Okay, and you'll know you'll know if if Lamar Jackson is playing at eleven thirty this morning. Active and active list. That's when uh, you want to be by some type of mobile device, especially if you're heading to the Jets game. Uh, Let's go to uh, Ramsey in Queens. Ramsey, welcome in. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, I have a question about either should I start James Robinson or James Conner? Oh, I like Conner a lot. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Robinson's going to play. So if Robinson's – he's going up against the 49ers. I mean, you know, you got to dance with the girl you brought to the prom. And that's James Robinson for sure. But I, I do like I do like James Conner today. Um, I know I know he didn't put up great numbers for you last week, but a lot of that had to do with game script, right? It was somewhat of a blowout. So uh, the Arizona Cardinals had to pass the ball a lot. I think this is going to be a much more competitive game, even though, uh, let's say hypothetically speaking, Colt McCoy does play. So uh, I do like both. But considering that I'm hearing that James Robinson is going to go, I, I think I think you've got to play him. Um, but I like them equally the same. So if your gut here, this is what I would do. As we get closer, as we get closer to the one o'clock kickoffs, just pay attention. Go online, Google James Robinson. Uh, just be on top of what news is being reported out of that 49ers Jacksonville game. And if you're hearing anything negative, then go with Joe, go with James Conner. I think both these guys are going to deliver. Could deliver uh, the uh, you know um, the same production for you. But I would just stay on top of the James Robinson news as we get closer to kickoff. That that would be my advice. Uh, let's go to Jordan, Staten Island. Jordan, welcome in. Good morning. Jordan, you there? Hello? Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. I have a quarterback question. Would you rather start Jalen Hurts or Tula? Ooh, these are great questions, guys. Um... Wow. Uh, I, I would go with Hertz. You know, um, one thing that we, we've seen the last four games for the Philadelphia Eagles and what is working is that they are running the football. Hertz is averaging almost 50 yards a game. Like, and that's like, and that's the average. That's not like, I mean, you know, he very well could go off and rush for 70, 80. 
So you, you absolutely love that element. And what's happening is by the Eagles being able to run the football, it's opening up the passing game for Hertz. So, um, so I would go Hertz. Let's go to Joey and Clifton. Joey, you're up. Welcome in. Hey, good morning, Anita. I have to choose between three running backs. I can go either Miles Gaskin, Latavius Murray, or James Conner. Who do you think is going to have the best day? Yeah, Connor for sure. Out of out of those three guys, Connor for sure. Unfortunately, you know it's going to be interesting with uh, with Gaskin. Um, you know their offensive line is is the Miami Dolphins' offensive line is just is really bad. Now I will say this: uh, Duke Johnson was activated yesterday, so I I. I so the value for me, Joey, with Gaskin decreases because Duke Johnson is such a great running back in the passing game coming out of the backfield, which tells me that if he, if he was activated, uh, maybe Gaskin doesn't get as many touches, doesn't get as, as, many, as much work, especially on third and long. So, um, so I, I, Gaskin, to me, with the activation of Duke Johnson, I fade him just a little bit. So, but James Conner, uh, that's, that's, that's the way to roll for sure. I spin to this song, Ty. And I love it. <laughs> Love it. It's so fun. Mm. Mm. And my coffee's delivered. Shout out to Starbucks. Shout out to Uber Eats. Love you guys. Thank you. Not sure what my Sunday would be without you. Appreciate it. 809-19-3776. What'd you feel, see, Ty? I said just a feel-good song, right? Oh, I love it. Think- I love it. And I love I love spinning to this. It's so good. You think mm. Jet players right now are going through warm-ups, listening to this, pumping this in there. For their sure. Yeah, I always, I always wonder. I always wonder, like, what are they listening to, right? Like I do. Like what? What? Like what gets? You know, what gets? What gets certain players like crumped? Like what gets them like geeked up for a game? I always wonder that. Hardcore hip hop. At DMX, Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore stuff. Let's go to Eric in Oakland. Eric, welcome in. Anita, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, by the way, we finished Squid Games. Thank you for the wreck. It was awesome. Oh. <laughs> I was 29 for Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you know they're coming out. You know they're coming out with a Squid They're coming out with a Squid Game 2. Yes, I saw the second season. I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay. Very anyway. All right. Here's my question. I got Cooper Cup on by Marquise Brown is obviously out today. Do you like Bateman or should I try to pick up someone on the waiver wire as my wide receiver too? Yeah, I, I love Bateman. Um, but again, keep in mind Lamar Jackson. They're saying that he's fifty percent. So um, you know, if, if if Lamar Jackson is starting for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I would I would play Rashad Bateman if there's if if you don't have other options like you know um, I'd say Christian Kirk but again Colt McCoy starting I think nothing's been finalized yet but I just I'm I don't feel that Murray's going to play and Adam Schefter is saying that it's doubtful as well um, you know if Kadarius I doubt Kadarius Tony is is available for you right like 
Um, you know, there, there's some tight ends who have some really favorable matchups this week, guys, like Dan Arnold, for example, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I do believe that they're going to be playing from behind against the 49ers. Dan Arnold, even though he's a tight end, he gets the most targets. If Dan Arnold is out there, you know, I don't have a problem putting two tight ends in my active roster as Darn Arnold, let's say in a flex play, because even though he's a designated tight end, he's got the most targets. Um, Trevor Lawrence loves him. Listen, they traded for him, so good for them. Uh, some other sneaky good tight end plays, Cole Komet. Ever since Bill Lazor has taken over as the play caller for Chicago Bears, Cole Komet is averaging six to seven targets a game. They love him. And Adam Trotman, tight end for the New Orleans Saints. Philadelphia Eagles' worst defense against opposing tight ends this season. Uh, just FYI. Okay, without further ado... Um, again, if you don't listen, uh, shame on you. I'm on Saturdays from noon to three. The need a Mark show right here on 98.7 ESPN. And at one 30 every Saturday, Cynthia Freeland is so kind to join me. We talk all things NFL as well as fantasy. And I ask her for some of the players that are fl- flying low on the radar that not are, that are not the oh so obvious to start each and every week. And we always start off with the quarterbacks. Who's her play? I mean, I don't know if it's not obvious or I don't know where we are on this uh, obvious scale, but I think that Cam Newton comes out and just has a puts on a show. Looks like he's having fun. They kind of feel like they've got nothing but upside to play for, it seems like. And there's been questions how many snaps he's going to take, do not, whatever. I think, you know, he goes out against his former, his former coach and I think he just has fun and I think it looks good for your, for your daily lineups. Like, I wouldn't obviously, like if you Matthew Stafford, who's on a bye, and you could maybe roll with, with him, but you know, if Joe Burrow's available, you're going to take Joe Burrow over Cam Newton. But I think Cam could be fun for your daily plays. I love, I love like the good, like I'm back, Cam. I, I'm not going to like do an impersonation of him, but I, that clip, like I know we've seen it everywhere, but I kind of can't get enough of it. So you know the shirts that I wear on Daily Wager. I, I, I ordered, yes. I ordered, I ordered a I'm back Cam Newton shirt. I'm, I'm hoping. Perfect. I, I don't, I know, I don't think it'll arrive by tomorrow, but um, hopefully it'll arrive. It's well. Oh come we're, on! We're... I bet somebody from UPS or FedEx has got to be listening. <laughs> Get the shirt to her. Get her her shirt. We're, uh, we're, we're dark all next week because of Thanksgiving. So not back on until Sunday. We'll see. But, but really quick, well, you're not. You're not. Be, you're back to be poetic. But you're you're back. not. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Um, you're not worried exactly. at all, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera knowing his tendencies, and you're not worried about no. that at all. This okay. defense gives up. These corners give up the highest, like the highest, like com- they, they, they give up a ton of yards. I can't remember right now if it's the highest completion percentage or if it's the highest quarterback passer rating in the league to you know ten plus air yard passes. It's one of those. Either way, it's bad news. <laughs> so, yeah, no, running I, backs. I Ron Rivera's not playing. <laughs> no, that's for sure. R- uh, running backs. I-, I love A.J. Dillon this week. Um, yep. I picked him up, had him actually, stashed him o- away in a lot of leagues. So uh, locked and ready to go for me in fantasy. But, um, you know, what-, what are some of the other running backs you think are going to have success this week? Yeah, so interestingly enough, I still think you could go with, even though Nick Chubb is back, I think you could actually roll with the Darius Johnson play here against the Lions. Why? Because I don't think this is even remotely a competitive game. The Lions are, I mean, look, Tim Boyle, that's all I have to say. If you don't know who that is, exactly. <laughs> that's the Lions quarterback. That's who they're rolling out. That's who they're trotting on the field to play quarterback. So 
I don't like this opportunity. I think that there could be a huge, like a huge running game script, especially the second half. So you got the Ernest Johnson roll with him because Nick Chubb could come out guns blazing first half, and then they could roll with Dearness Johnson and just like run, 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 Lions. Okay, let's, it's going to look a lot like this Michigan State-Ohio State game. I think that's a sneaky good play. Wide receivers. Okay, so when I'm looking at my wideouts this week, I mean, I, I actually really do like Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's a wide receiver for the Browns. I think that could be a, a really interesting one. He, I like the, na- the narrative there, too. He, like, went to Michigan, and his family can come watch it. Whatever. So it's, I like that, too. It's fun. But I think your Gabe Davis could be an interesting one. The Colts give up the most passing or receiving touchdowns in the league so far. Gabe Davis has been the deep threat. We saw him catch all three of his 10-plus air yard passes last week. We obviously know the Bills like to slang it. So I think you could get some nice upside with Gabe Davis this week. Um, and last but not least, tight ends. Who you have your eye on? You know, the tight end market is very interesting. I think that, like, I liked my tight end plays from the Thursday night game. Thank goodness I, like, you know, I didn't put too much stock into it, but I was wrong on that one. So, I don't know. I, when I look at this one, I think you could probably roll it back with the, the Jared Cook situation. I don't love it. But if you don't have, outside of the, some of the top guys, you're, you're probably, this week, I don't love the tight end market this week. But, I mean, if you have Dawson Knox, you're playing him. But I don't know if that – I don't know if most, most people have him or not. I love Cole Komet, you know. Um... I think a lot of people are on this one. And I, I, my fear, though, is that that Bears injury report is ridiculously long. So I'm just a little – I know that that's a great matchup. The Ravens are really, really generous to opposing tight ends. But I don't know that – like, it's so long that I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, it just scares me off of it just a little bit. Also, I like um, Adam Trotman for the, uh, the the Saints against Philadelphia. Ever since Simeon has taken over, um, he's averaging six targets a game. And Philadelphia is one of the worst yeah, defenses against I mean, opposing look, tight ends. You could always go with the Dan Arnold one, too, because the Jags, like, their yep. offense basically runs through Dan Arnold. So I like that one, too. But like I said, all of them this week, every single one this week that's not your, you know, your prime, your prime guys, you're, to me, they're just, they're just a lot of risky positions for all of them. Like, again, you can go with the – all of those are great options, but to me, find your disproportionate upside in another position this week. It's like a weird tight end week, I think. Watch there be like 15 tight end scores now, just because I said that. <laughs> <laughs> she is Cynthia Freeland, always joining us so uh, so graciously uh, here on Saturday at 1.30. Appreciate you as always, my friend. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You just got me so excited for the combine. I cannot wait already. <laughs> Again, Cynthia Freeland joins me every Saturday at 1.30, um, and I always like to play that little snippet because this is fantasy, and she's got great nuggets, and so why not share? Why not share the wealth of knowledge when it comes to fantasy football, trying to help everybody win their Week 11 matchup? 800-919-3776 is the phone number. Get on board now. Um, it's you know Once we kick off New York game day, it's kind of hard for me to – Uh, reply and answer your fantasy football questions. So if you get on now, we can do that uh, because we've got Matthias Kiwanuka, who's going to be joining us at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. We've got a great show lined up for you. Uh, We're going to dive into, obviously, the Jets-Dolphins game with Joe Flacco starting. Um, We'll hear from uh, Rich Samini. He's going to join us at 8.30. Uh, Also, we'll take a a look around the slate of games in Week 11. You've got the Colts against the Bills, Ravens, Bears, Packers, Vikings, just a few good ones out there. Jordan Renan uh, will stop in. We'll get an update in regard to the Giants as they get ready to take on the Bucks on Monday night. My locks of the week, Mike Tannenbaum joins us at uh, at 10 o'clock. We'll talk about the Patriots and, uh, you know, 
There's, did you hear this, Ty? The mattress guy put down, what, $2 million for the Patriots to win the Super Bowl? Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Could you I'm, imagine I'm tr- that, by the way? Like, obviously, that's that, that's a, a what, what are the odds? Um, what odds are, are, are he getting? Uh, oh, in the break, in the break, I will look it up. But could you, aside from that, could you imagine in back-to-back years, we get Brady going to Tampa and winning the title, Everyone kills Belichick. He was overrated. It was more Brady. Then Belichick responds by winning a title with Mac Jones. <laughs> that it's, would that would be funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's wild. Not it gonna really happen, is, by the way. It it really is. It really is wild. No, uh, listen. I picked the Bills and the Rams as my Super Bowl matchup. The I don't Bills think the Rams the are Ra- going to the Super Bowl. You don't. I don't. You just here. Here's what my concern is. They just. I just don't know if they have enough depth. Right. Like, you know you. You need people don't fans. Some realize again. I, I don't. I don't mean to speak down to people, but like I just don't think enough people realize the importance of depth on a football team, especially as we're getting into the winter months. There's going to be more injuries in the cold weather, and um, it's just it's going to be harder for folks. So so I like I'm with you. Like I'm still picking. You know that was my pre. That was my preseason pick, Bills over Rams. Um, but I'm with you. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't go. And, and the big reason for me is I just don't think they have the depth. And also, Matt Stafford, I mean, as as much as we appreciate, you know, what he's been able to do throughout his career despite spending that time in Detroit, and we see how awful that organization is, he's never won a playoff game. So we're putting all of our faith on a quarterback who's who's never won a a single playoff game. Yeah, but again, I'm I'm in a loaded I'm, conference. And I'm Brady but, uh, but and, yeah, and I just and again, I just I, I think a lot of that again. I'm I'm not going to hold him to that. He played for the Detroit Lions for God's sakes. I mean, you know, Barry Sanders, in my opinion, best running back to ever walk the planet, was like, no, I'm hanging him up. I just no, I, I have get no- that. I'm just saying, experience matters in those big moments. Are you going to trust Stafford or you trust Rodgers and Brady? Um, Aaron Donald getting to Brady, you know, that that's part of the equation as well. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Uh, let's go to Joey in Franklin Square. <laughs> Joey, welcome in. Good morning, Anita. Um, so my question for you today is, should I start Jeff Wilson, Miles Sanders, or Miles Gaskin at running back today? Jeff Wilson, Miles Gaskin, or who? Or Sanders? Um, I would go Jeff Wilson. Love Jeff Wilson this week, especially if Elijah Mitchell is out. I'm expecting him to be out. Um, the fact that I, I mentioned this earlier, the Dolphins uh, activated Duke Johnson scares me a little bit. I think Duke Johnson will come in maybe on third and long, some passing plays, which, excuse me, I don't like very much. So in uh, in, in Miles in, in Sanders um, just came off of IR. There was some back and forth talk speculation whether he would or would not which tells me a he's not 100 percent, and b probably is going to be on a pitch count so jeff wilson is the play there again especially since i do believe elijah mitchell is going to be inactive uh let's go to venue venue in the car hey um hey Anita, good morning hi hey uh, my question is uh, should i start elijah moore michael pittman or brandon cooks Elijah Moore, Pittman, or Cooks. I love Cooks today. Um, I think Houston is going to be playing from behind 
against Tennessee and Tyrod Taylor back at the quarterback position. So I think Cooks is going to get a lot of, as we like to call it, quote unquote, garbage time, right? Like that's the phrase that we like to use for it. So, um, so I would go Cooks there. Uh, last but not least, let's go to Steven in Bud Lake. Steven, you're up. Make it. Let, let's in, let's end the show. Let's end the show strong. What's your fantasy question? Hi, Anita. Love your conversation with Mama Mimi yesterday. By the way. Oh, my Mama Mimi. Is, <laughs> my question is: I'm the commissioner of my league, and I'm in the last place, so I'm going to pay the price anyway. Oh. Today's game, I play this guy who, if he wins, he makes the playoffs. If he loses, he doesn't. My question is, should I even set up my lineup? Or should I just let it go because helping this guy make the playoffs? But hopefully I don't get in trouble. By no, me. no, Steven. First things first, Steven. I like the accent. Where are you from, dude? I am from Ghana originally. Okay. Um, I love the ox- accent, and thank you so much for the compliment of Mama Mimi. Um... Uh, folks love when she's on and, and she's always she's a hoot that's for sure um here's love the thing Bobby. here's the thing if you do that it is an unfa- it is it is especially if you're the commissioner that is an that you, you are you're compromising your league that is that is un, that is unfair this is what i do and steven thank you for the phone call i appreciate it this is what i do if i'm commissioning a league what i do is i set aside a 25 dollar I don't want to call it a stipend, but I I set aside $25 for each and every week. So whoever has the highest score each and every week wins $25 because because when things happen like what Steven just said, if you know, if if at some point in time in the season you know you only have one or two wins and you're out, you're still putting your best foot forward. You're still trying to win each and every week to try to win the $25. And it's mo- it's, it's it's a side motivation to make sure that people are putting their best foot forward and they're putting their best lineup forward. Because what's happening, Stephen, if you don't put your best lineup in, then you're giving your opponent an advantage that somebody else didn't have against you in, in the earlier weeks of the season. So, no, dude, you, you, you got you, you, you to be competitive throughout, okay? You got to be competitive throughout. Uh, the only thing, the only thing, the only advice that I would say is if, if you know that you are totally out of it, you, you, you haven't won a game you haven't won a matchup, maybe you only won one, and you get to the point where you know you're at that point of the season where you have no shot. You're looking at the standings. You have no shot of making it to the postseason. Don't be active in the waiver wire. Don't go, don't go in and pick up a player if, if you know that you are out of the postseason. That's the, only, that's, that's, that's the other thing. You know, if, if I'm playing a league and I know that I'm out of it, I, I remove myself from the waiver wire. I'm not going to take away a player – that potentially could help somebody else who is going to uh, make it to the postseason. This is the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.